Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Daily Mix Show presents the most popular radio game on this side of the speaker. Let's play Beat Mix. Beat Mix. to be Migs. I know Justin from Everett is. Justin, are you there? I'm here. I'm Sarah, your host, and it's time for you to get out of here, Steve. Goodbye. Let's go, Justin. For those playing at home, Justin has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? Let's go. Which planet in our solar system rotates on its side, making it appear to roll rather than spin? Saturn? No. Neptune? No. Uh, Pat. According to Google, what is the most popular Halloween candy? Reese's. Yes. Lansing is the capital of what U.S. state? Uh, Lansing. Michigan? Yes. Charlie Bucket is a character from what movie? Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Correct. What is the fourth number of pi? Uh, Pat. What is the common name for the third and final set of molars that most people develop? Uh, wisdom teeth? Correct. What color bow tie does Donald Duck typically wear? Red. Yes. Which popular Disney show was Miley Cyrus a part of? Hannah Montana. Correct. What is the official currency of India? Um, uh, rupee. Yes. Who discovered the concept of gravity? Uh, Edward Newton. No. Um, um, uh, um, pass. So close with that one. You got seven correct, though, Justin. Justin's, I'm feeling a lot of faith in Justin. I right am now. too. And he was so close on that last question. Oh. It's funny. I think I know what he was thinking almost. Really? I think he was thinking about an actor instead of the person. Oh. <laughs> oh we'll talk about it later. Maybe same last name. Steve, are you ready? Yeah. Which planet in our solar system rotates on its side, mm-hmm. making it appear to roll rather than spin? Oh, that would be Uranus, Sarah. It sure is. What? According to Google, what is the most popular Halloween candy? Wow. Um, I'm going to go Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Correct. Lansing is the capital of what U.S. state? Is that Virginia? No. Michigan. Correct. Charlie Bucket is a character from what movie? Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. What is the fourth number of pie? Fourth number of pie. Delicious. Um, <laughs> four? No. Three? No. One? Yes. Oh, my 
What gosh. is the common name for the third and final set of molars that most people develop? Wisdom teeth. Correct. What color bow tie does Donald Duck typically wear? Yellow. No. Blue. No. Red. Yes. Which popular Disney show was Miley Cyrus part of? Hannah Montana. Correct. What is the official currency in India? Euros? No. Yen? No. Dollar dollar? No, no. <laughs> Who discovered the concept of gravity? Um, Einstein. No. Um, Edison. No. Um, too late. It doesn't matter though, because you still got Penella. eight correct. Wow. No, which is a win, eight to seven. So you close. I remember now. It's Isaac Newton. Yes. Dude, not, yes. Not Edward uh, Newton. See, I was thinking you meant. I'll be back. Yeah. I love it. When he said that, I was thinking. Edward Norton. Oh. <laughs> like maybe that's what he was thinking or something. <laughs> Discovered it during a fight club. Fight club or when he was the Incredible Hulk. Wow, Steve. I really, and I actually was kind of rooting for you to get a perfect 10. Dude, I was feeling great until that question. And then I was just like, I can't think of it. So I just started naming people that like, did science stuff. But I knew they were wrong. Start naming smart people. Well, and, yes. you, and, and you didn't get the currency in India either. So Yeah. But Justin did. What is it? Rupee. Is it really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> You're like, Rupee. that would have been my other guess. <laughs> yes, but Isaac Newton and Rupee, and you could have got a perfect 10, but you still won. So close. Well, a well-known singer went off on a fan for being too loud during the show. We've got that audio for you, and you'll hear it after Joan Jett. The Daily Migs Show. The Daily Migs Show. Who doesn't love a little concert drama, Steve Miggs? Yes. Richard Marks was doing a show when a woman decided to yell something out, and it was during one of his acoustic songs. Did she yell, why am I at a Richard Marks concert? <laughs> what was his song? I'll be right here waiting for you. That maybe. Well, then didn't you... You guys don't know it? Is it? Am I the only Richard Marks enthusiast in this room? I'll be honest with you. I didn't even know Richard Marks was a musician. I thought that was like the guy that wrote something weird. <laughs> you don't know Richard Marks? No. Oh, didn't, my gosh. But didn't he co-write, um, God, what is the song? Dance With My Father? I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, yeah, I think he won a Grammy for that. But no, I'm not a Richard Marks fan personally. Oh. This song? Come on. This was a banger. Oh, look at that mullet. You don't know this, Danny? No. Wasn't it in um, Robin Hood? No, I think that was like a Brian Adams song. Oh. <laughs> Maybe it was a cover of this song. They kind of had the same voice. They totally do. What is happening? This is a, This has to be in a movie soundtrack, though. Come on. <laughs> no. 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 I think he was like a rocker dude too before that and then he realized I'll make way more money if I sing these Singing kind the of slow songs. jams. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a woman that uh, yelled something out during one of his acoustic songs. We have the audio. What did she even say? I don't know. I think she said play right here waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I did she just have an involuntary moment of just like, where's the bathroom? <laughs> well, so Richard Marks waited until that song was over, then he went off on her. I'm genuinely curious who raised you to think that anything you could yell out 
was more important than what we were doing. Learn some manners, ladies. Yes. See, he's got an edge. Throwing in F-bombs. He's like Mr. Chill, love song guy. He's like, learn some effing manners. I did look up a picture of him now. He's like 60. He looks great. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's aged okay. I remember yeah. seeing a picture of him recently. and he was like, He's moisturizes probably. I'm just not happy he doesn't <laughs> have that same mullet. That mullet is sick. I mean, look how fluffy and feathered that is. Have you ever... Have I would want to chew on his knuckles while running my fingers through his hair. You just you just ruined Steve's excitement. Whatever you do, you better not chew on my knuckles, T Dog. Dude, it just made me think of a time. I remember, I don't know if you guys have ever been with somebody where they like to yell in like a concert or well, concert people yell. But I'm thinking about. I remember one time it was a stand up comedy show. And I had the worst experience of my life. And I, it was like one of those things where I felt like I could, I could do nothing about it. Because I've been in situations where I've been with a girlfriend in the past where they've decided just to yell something during a comedy show. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, don't be that person. Don't be the heckler. Don't even be the person that's like agreeing with the comic loudly. Like, let them do their show and let's just laugh and have a good time. And I was dating somebody and it was around the time when Kyle Cease was, he was crushing it in comedy. Like, mm-hmm. he's now moved. He's more, more into like doing like positive affirmation talk like Tony Robbins type stuff and things along those lines and he's killing it in that as well but at the time he was just doing stand up he was a local dude that had grown on gone on to do some big things he was in 10 things I hate about you I think it was and he was doing a, a show at the Moore Theater and it was being recorded for Comedy Central for a special so it was a big deal for him right and so he hit us up and he's like hey would you guys introduce me on stage I'm like absolutely thank you for the opportunity so we got to go introduce him on stage and then hang on the side of the stage for the whole set but I got tickets for my then-girlfriend at the time, who's now an ex, and this is one of maybe a few reasons why. And she took one of her friends, and I didn't think anything of it. So I'm watching the show, and all of a sudden, this person is yelling during the show. Like, communicating with Kyle, like, as if he's only telling jokes to her. Oh, so, quick question. Were you side stage, and she's in the crowd? Yes. Okay. So I'm hearing this, and even all of us on the side, which wasn't many of us, but it was a couple people, it's his person that's helping produce and things, and we're like... This woman just shut the F up. Like the whole time, we're like, just shut up. And then one moment, it finally clicked. I'm like, wait a second, that voice is familiar. No. And then I realized, this is my, this is my girlfriend. Heckling. Is, I don't even know if she's heckling. She's just engaging and wanting to have a conversation. And Kyle handled it great. It was super funny. It ended up in the Comedy Central special because of what he was saying to her. Like this whole thing. But all I'm thinking is I have no way to get her to stop this. You know, I can't tell her to be quiet because I'm on the side of the stage. I can't come barreling out the door and be like, you shut up. Like, I don't want to make any kind of scene. Do you think her friend was embarrassed? No. They were wasted having the time in their life. So the show and I'm kind of like, keep cool, keep cool. Like, don't, you're going to have to have a conversation with her, but like, don't let it bother you. And they come up and they're just glowing. And they're like, did you hear the person that was yelling in the crowd? And I'm like, yeah, that was me. I'm like, I'm aware of that. And I was just like, what is wrong with you? That's mortifying. And, and we had a big argument about it because I'm thinking, how did you not think this was a good idea? And then the worst thing that could happen was he put it in the Comedy Central oh. special. Understandable because he was, he handled it like, of course, like a, would and it was very funny but I'm just like great this is just the moment that I get to relive and it almost justified in her head 
what she did was good because she gave him this great moment. I'm like, you know he would have had a great special without you. Well, it's not like as if you made the special any better. And a lot of times when you go to comedy shows, for me personally, I'm trying to be as quiet as possible because I don't want to get picked on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, I don't like sitting close to the front. No. Like, I almost don't even want to laugh out loud. I'm afraid of what if I laugh too loud? And then they start making fun of me for laughing too loud. Yeah, it was uh, definitely a, a fun one over the weekend. We went to Nate Bargatze. Is that a food? a comedian? Oh, I'm you don't know who Nate Bargatze is? Kidding. Oh my god! The way you Tennessee kid, right? I went to that. That's over... Justin Timberlake. I thought. <laughs> okay, he is. The, he is the Tennessee kid, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he it was a whole hysterical. special about but it. But he doesn't really do. I didn't see it much. Um, like pick on the crowd stuff. But the guy that oh, the um host, he was picking on the front row people. Okay. Yeah, but it's good. I like that. So where was that? It was at um, the arena in Everett, Angel of the Winds Arena. Oh, damn. And we went to the matinee. It was a 3 p.m. It's way bigger of a show than I thought. There was like almost 10,000 people there. What? Yeah. It's crazy how like stand-up comics now can do that. Like, he not said just they him, beat, but a lot of people. They beat the attendance record for Disney on Ice. And he was like, I was coming for those people. I finally did it. I beat Disney on Ice. It was great, though. <laughs> it was it was packed. And I don't think they opened I don't think they opened the doors until three o'clock on the dot. So downtown Everett was just a sea of people. Really? Yeah, it was awesome. I had a few friends who were very upset that they didn't know he was going to be here, and then it was too late to buy tickets because he's he's fantastic. It was great. We we la- we laughed and we laughed. No, oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you didn't <laughs> yell anything. You didn't get put on stage. No, but or- again, I'm always quiet. I'm always like generally pretty quiet. I don't even let my I don't let my laugh get too out of control because you never want to be the one that gets picked on. Well, I remember back in the like the part of live days when that comedy club existed. I would you know sometimes like, we'd have the comic on. They're like, oh, we'll, we'll hook you up with some tickets. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's really nice. You don't have to do that. And they're like, you want to be up in the front or you want to sit. I'm like, as far away from the front is perfect for me. And I think that then maybe they thought I was like trying to like be nice and not take advantage of their generosity. But because obviously the ones up front were maybe I think a higher price ticket. I don't know. But I wasn't doing it out of being humble or being like that. I just did not want to risk being made fun of while a comic was doing his show. Like I was just like, I just want to watch the show. I don't want to be a part of the show. And you had a date that wanted to be the heckler put into the special. It was insane. Someone even said I was at that show for Kyle Cease and and, and, and made it onto Comedy Central. Uh, someone said he had, uh, was it Bergazzi? Yes. He's awesome. He's a clean comic and he's absolutely blown up. Those are some super expensive tickets as well. They added multiple shows. They were very expensive. My, so my sister bought the tickets last minute off of a friend who couldn't go, and we paid one fifty a pop. One fifty a pop. One fifty a pop. Wow. And granted, we were on the floor, so you know it's kind of kind of fancy down there. But but you think about bands that play like those arenas, and you're like, damn man, they're making money. And you realize, oh man, they gotta go. They gotta pay all five members of the band and all the roadies. They gotta do this. As a comic, I can't imagine that there's a lot of people on your crew. What do you have? You probably have someone that's making sure like the microphone's set up all right, like a, an assistant maybe. Like what do you think? Like a handful of people, if that. That are well, they, going along for the ride with you? He had he had his like a host, and then he had three that opened for him. Okay, yeah, that's and true. I don't know how much he's chipping off for those guys, but I mean they, they're all getting paid. Yeah, they get paid in exposure. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's for the experience, Steve. <laughs> they get paid for the experience. That's awesome. I have to go check out his stuff. I'm always up he's for seeing. He's so funny. And when he was on SNL, uh, I think that was a couple months back. His George Washington skit was hysterical, and they actually played that um, on the big screens as people were filing in, and everybody was laughing. It that's, was great. That's probably a great idea, just to be like, hey, if, in case you're not familiar, maybe you're like someone who brought you there, and don't, you don't know anything about this dude. Here's something that you might know him from. Oh, he was. It was great. All in all, it was wonderful. But yeah, I didn't. I did not encounter any hecklers. I just remember though the moment when like Joe Coy, when I first realized that Joe was a lot bigger of a deal than we even like you know you take him for granted because he's a local dude when we first met him and would have him on the show he was doing like the Tacoma Comedy Club and it was and, and then eventually he was doing like Snoqualmie Casino and then one day I was like 
Jokowitz playing like the Showware Center. That that sounds rather ambitious. And he sold it out. And now he's doing Climate he, Pledge. And that sold out. And he sells that out. And then he does like five dates in Hawaii at their arena, whatever it is, sells them all out. And I'm just like, that is, that's crazy to Our see. Our boy's a big deal now. I just never think about going to see a comic in an arena. Mm. But then I remember when Dane Cook was a big deal, we went to see him in an arena. It was awesome. Heck yeah. Well, Rockaholics, how would you like a shot at winning tickets to see the Black Crows? Do you think you could name a song after only hearing one second of the chorus? If you think so, you can win those tickets. Give us a call at 206-803-ROCK. We play Hook or Shook at 917. The Daily Migs Show. The Daily Mix Show presents The Extreme Music Showdown. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's play hook or shook. Please sign this waiver before we continue. Thank you. We'll drop a one-second snippet of the hook of a song. If you can't name the song, watch out. You're going to get shook. It is time to play Hook or Shook, Rockaholics. Danny will be playing one second of a hook from a song that he picked, and you have to guess what it is. And all week long, we will be playing for Black Crows tickets. The band is going to be at Macaw Hall on April 15th. That's a cool venue to go see those guys at. Absolutely. And I just saw them for the first time last year. They knocked my darn socks off. Logan in Puyallup, you're the one that gets to play for these tickets today. How you doing, my friend? Fantastic. How are you guys? So good. Now you have to get both songs right to win the tickets. The first one, you're completely on your own. The second one, a member of our show at random has to get it right for you. On that second song, you cannot guess the song itself, but you are permitted to give a hint as long as you don't say the name of the band or the name of the song. If you don't get it right, you lose. Caller 9 will get the tickets. So let's see who you are playing with. Will it be me, Migs, or Sarah? Sarah. Oh, you got what you wanted. It landed right on Sarah. Why did you want me? Do you not want the tickets? I believe in you, Sarah. Oh, I love that. That's very sweet. It's like Dan Campbell with Jared Goff right here. You're the one and only. Might end the same way, though. All right, Logan, are you ready for your song? 
Let's do it. Um, you want to hear it again? Bam, a lamb. Do you want a hint from Sarah? Uh, Black Betty. I know it's on the tip of my tongue. I know the song. Ram Jam? Boom! What's so hard about this game? Congratulations on that one, Logan. Nice work. Pulled it out from somewhere. Logan, fun fact. I hate that song. <laughs> I know. that's. Uh, uh, you know what? Honestly, I, that's why I kind of picked it because I was like, I want to see how mad Steve gets. I, was, I I liked it at first and then it was just like one of those ones where you heard it a couple too many times and you're just like, I can't stand you're this song right anymore. <laughs> All right, Sarah, are you ready? Hate's a strong word. I just dislike it severely. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do it. Okay. Do you know who it is? Do you know the artist, at least? You know, if I could sit here all day, I'd probably think of it. Well, I got nowhere to be. You got nowhere to be? <laughs> Logan, would you like to give her a hint? Just do not say the name of the song or the artist. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name of it, too. I want to say it's uh, the same artist from uh, Wayne's World, where you can't play their song. Uh, you know, in the, in the shop. Oh, that's, that's a, a good hint. That's, that's a, a solid hint. guess. Of course, it doesn't seem to really register at all with Sarah. <laughs> Logan. She's like, what's Wayne's World? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I've never seen that movie. Don't what? kill me. Come on. Um, mm. You're going to piss off so many rock I know. Actually, you probably won't piss off any because he's now going to lose because of you, and then Caller 9 going to get the tickets. <laughs> I wish I would have gotten Migs at this point. Yeah, yeah, I wish you did too. ACDC? <laughs> oh. No, Led Zeppelin, baby. Oh. Immigrant song. I would have never got the title of that. <laughs> to be honest with you, I might not have gotten the song title either. Oh, really? Really? I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I like Led Zeppelin, but I don't know all their song titles. I know the song. I could sing along to it, but I don't even, does he even say the immigrant song in it? No. I don't think, I don't so. think yeah. so. There's yeah, a I, lot of songs that don't have the name of the song. I yeah, hate that. Song. And when that happens, I don't know the name of the song <laughs> then. And it makes no sense. Like, wh why, why would you name the song something that's not actually in the song? I know it's probably some deep cut and probably means something, blah, 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 but. While, oh, we, get, so while sorry, we get Sarah all calmed down, 206-803-ROCK, <laughs> Caller 9. Sorry, Logan. <laughs> sorry, Logan. Caller 9 right now is going to be going to see the Black Crows at McCall Hall, which is going to be such a great show. So, Rockaholics, if there's something that we have spoken about this morning, we want to hear from you. If you want to weigh in, you can call us up now, 206-803-ROCK. We're going to check in with the Rockaholics after Stained. The Daily Mix Show. Rockaholics all morning long. We have received your calls. We have received your texts. And we are ready to chat it up about some of the topics we have discussed this morning on the Daily Mig Show. So give us a buzz if you want to get in on the action. 206-803-ROCK. Josh in Tacoma. You and your friends did something kind of idiotic when you kayaked into a raging river. 
Yeah, uh, probably doesn't need to be told, but tequila was involved. And uh, a few days of rain and, uh, and a raging river, a couple of idiots, me and two of my buddies decided we were going to take some cheap lake kayaks and uh, go down probably about some class two rapids. Didn't turn out well for them. I was the only one who made it down, but man, tequila sure numbs it. You said it didn't turn out well for them. What happened to them? Uh, one of them got turned over pretty bad, uh, ended up walking about a mile back to our campsite, and the other one just flooded out, and uh, I just I lost track of both of them, and I just kept going. So did their kayaks just continue down the river? Uh, one of them, yeah. We ended up catching it at our campsite. <sighs> so when you guys all met up later, were you all like, I can't believe we survived this, let's drink some more? Or what happens at that point? Did it kill the night? No, man. Actually, a couple, they wanted to try again. He oh, wanted to jump. Oh, wow. Okay. We got it. All right. <laughs> Sometimes you get excited to tell a story and the F-bomb's going to fly, man. Maybe he was drinking tequila this morning. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> hey, so I said, Taryn, I was also at that 3 p.m. Nate uh, Bargatze show, and I agree. It was amazing from your friend Tanner over at Funko Pop. We got- oh, Tanner. What's up, bro? Shout out, Tanner. It was nice to meet you at Funko. Heck yeah, that's awesome. Uh, we also talked about the the gal that got stuck in the gondola overnight, 15 hours in a gondola at a ski resort, and uh, rockaholic Aaron weighed in on how he was stuck. Fixing a dent in the quarter panel of a car, I removed the taillight to be able to reach the back side of the panel and work out the metal. Everyone had left for lunch, and I decided to stay at work and work through lunch. Well, I got my arm stuck in the taillight hole all the way up to my armpits. Once I realized I was really stuck, I started freaking out. I pulled and twisted and pulled and twisted, and for the life of me, I don't know how my arm came out. I had bruises and harsh scrapes, but I was okay. Damn. That sounds like a full-on panic attack for me. I mean, yeah, do you ever entertain the idea of maybe having to cut your arm off? <laughs> and uh, Aaron was following us. Uh, we are on Facebook, The Daily Migs Show. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Daily Migs. Uh, someone was stuck on Tower of Terror before they closed it down to switch it over to Guardians of the Galaxy ride. That's the ride over at Disneyland? Yes, sir. Okay, I couldn't remember if Disneyland or Disney World. He said, unfortunately, on that particular day, the elevator that we were seated in ended up stopping at the very top with the doors open so you could see over the park. Then it dropped and proceeded to come to a jarring halt, again with the doors open. We were stuck in the Tower of Terror for about 40 minutes. The park had to call maintenance to come slowly lower our elevator down to the bottom. Once we were off, they did offer us a a ride on a different elevator section that had been working just fine. And yes, me and my bestie, we took that offer. Thought of many people who were stuck, uh, uh, so many of the people who were stuck opted not to. I think I would have wrote it too. Yeah. There's, there's been a few times that I've been stuck on Disneyland rides. And usually, I mean, I don't know how I do with like if you go out on the elevator because I would just be thinking that you're going to fall at any moment. Right. But like if you get stuck in the Haunted Mansion, it's kind of cool because they turn on all the lights and then you have to walk out so you can see everything like behind the scenes. Almost. The nerdy side of me would be kind of into that. Like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, on Tower of Terror, the worst, at least if the door is open, at least you got a cool view of the entire park. <laughs> True, yeah. I mean, as long as you don't feel like you're freaking out because you're like stuck up there, which I mean, I would feel somewhat safe thinking, okay, I'm not, I'm harnessed in, I'm yeah. okay. Yeah. And I would just be like, okay, let me just enjoy the view. Yeah. There's a rockaholic named Shanna who also hit us up on Facebook and said she got stuck in a lazy Susan cupboard when she was little. And there is proof, and I think a lot of us parents can relate to this. She says there's proof because the mom did not want to help get her out first. She ran to get her camera, brought the camera back and took the picture. Well, as a parent, I sometimes do think, should I get a picture of this or is it a big problem? You, know, you kind of always have that, get the picture. You always have to have that moment where you're like, is this 
Is this something that I should hurry up and, ha- and handle, or is it worth taking a picture of first? Because I want to be able to show this to my daughter one day. When, whenever that day comes when she's like, you know, ma- getting married, I want to have a whole montage of all the stupid jackass type stuff that she's done over the years. I, I'm keeping a Dropbox file just for that right there. Absolutely. Uh, someone texted in and just said, hey, Migs, how was Vancouver? We tried to go see you wrestle, but it was sold out. We were there for our honeymoon, and yes, it was my wife's idea to try and see you, LOL. That's the, everyone's dream on their honeymoon. To go see is to go to wrestling. any professional wrestling, but also to see you. It was awesome. So they put on this show in Vancouver, and it's, not, it's like one of those things where you don't even have to be a wrestling fan. The guy that does it, he just puts on a party. And so he's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be at the Rickshaw Theater, which is kind of like a smaller version of the Paramount. Holds about six, 700 people. Mm-hmm. And sold it out and the whole theme was The Running Man the movie do you remember the movie The Running Man I don't know Arnold Schwarzenegger oh yeah, yeah like, I know what you're talking yeah, about yeah the runners and then you had the hunters the yes. bad guys were the hunters and then, you know, oh, so, so I was one of the hunters so I had to like you know fight a good guy and it was it was great we had the match and so first of all that area of Vancouver not so fun is it, it- is like Tweaker City oh yeah oh my gosh we drove up and one of my buddies warned me he says hey dude I know that I don't need to tell you this, but maybe I do. Just keep your head on a swivel. And I'm like, what? Is it? I've been around some weird neighborhoods. But it was weird because I never felt, like, in danger while walking around. It was just really, you felt like you were in, like, some weird, like, post-apocalyptic movie. Like, everyone's just kind of, like, hanging in corners doing weird things. And we had to go through an alleyway to get in there, which I thought was going to be the death of us. Because I'm oh, like, no. we've got these loud rolling luggage bags that carry all of our gear. And we're making a lot of noise. And all eyes are on us as we're walking through this dark alley. And I'm like, this is not how I wanted to have my night go. But all in all, had the match. We're having this moment during the match where the, the guy I'm wrestling and I were, like, face-to-face. And all of a sudden, 600 people in the crowd just start chanting, kiss. <gasps> So you got. I actually have a clip of it because someone recorded it. But just so, just so you get an idea of what this sounds like as I'm having trying to like do what we're doing. And some guys like do it, just effing do it. I'm hearing this and the whole time. So of course you have this moment where you're like, all right, like, I'm pretend. Can we do it? Well, I'm not gonna do it. I'm like <laughs> looking at everyone. I'm pointing at my finger. I'm a married man. I'm not gonna kiss this man. And so they're all like, do it, effing do it. I'm like, geez, you guys are getting a little aggressive about this. So the guy I'm wrestling, he's playing it off. He's like hunched over, trying to give me like a smooch. And I'm like, you want me to kiss him? And I count to three, one, two. Then I just clobber his back and I flip everybody off and blow them all a kiss. It was a blast. That's amazing. It's so much fun. It's like those are the those are my favorite moments because none of that was planned. That wasn't like we didn't know that this whole crowd was going to chant "kiss" at us. But you got to go with the flow. And congratulations to the Rockaholics on their uh, on their marriage. Hopefully they kissed. I'm sure they did. Do and you think then, that they nibble knuckles? No, I don't know. I think there's a better chance of them clubbing one in the back than nibbling knuckles. Right <laughs> <laughs> I could be wrong. I think uh, you're one of only one. What percentage of people do you think nibble knuckles? Zero point one, <laughs> and you're that zero point one. I could be wrong. We got another uh, message through the Daily Mig Show Facebook about getting stuck. I got stuck in the snow for eight hours, tripping balls on magic mushrooms. Oh, you got where stuck? Stuck in the snow oh, on yeah. magic mushrooms. Well, I mean, you can make some fun snow angels and make some kind of egg, make I'm an igloo. igloo. That's probably <laughs> your igloo is really elaborate. I know. Just architect. A lot of people are texting in about the games over the weekend, and they want to know, well, who are you guys going to root for now? That you know, we were talking about the Lions being the team, and, and then I was also rooting for the Ravens because of Miles and Thrill yeah. being big Ravens fans. And plus, it would be fun to see a couple of teams that don't typically go to the Super Bowl. I think Kansas City Chiefs—they're they, they, I think every year now. I mean, yeah. and understandably so. They're a really good team. 
And I will be rooting for the Chiefs. That's who I've got to root. I can't, as a Seahawks fan, I just can't root for the Niners. I just can't. No, even though that was what an incredible comeback. And I don't really hate a lot of those players. Like, I remember back when, like, the Richard Sherman years. Of, that was you know, frustrating. Well, when, like, when Sherman was on our team, but, like, there was, like, that animosity towards the, oh, yeah. the 49ers with Kaepernick, you know, so oh, with yeah, uh, Harbaugh and all that. I don't have that same disdain for them, probably because the Seahawks aren't really on their level right now. Yeah. And it's, so it's like there's not really that that rivalry between the two teams as much as it was, like, you know, 10 years ago. And I don't, I don't mind like Brock Purdy or McCaffrey. I really like George Kittle. Yeah, but I mean, but there's just something about Travis Kelsey. Not anything to do with Taylor Swift, but everything to do with him and his brother. I just want to see him do well in life, and uh, clearly he is. Yes, but I, I, I'm rooting for them because of his brother. Because I want to see what kind of celebration Jason Kelsey, even though he's not on the team, what kind of craziness he's going to get into if that team wins the Super Bowl. Do you think there's any chance that Taylor Swift is going to make an appearance, a surprise appearance during the Super Bowl halftime show? Well, did you hear that she's like performing? I saw something online, and I could be I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I didn't spend that much time reading it because I really didn't like get too excited to read it but apparently she's performing like in japan the night before or something along those lines so somebody did all the math they're like well if his show ends if she, she could get on a private jet by this time it takes this many hours and she'll be able to roll in and show up just in time to watch the super bowl i mean she's not gonna miss the super bowl i feel like she's gonna do that i don't Absolutely. blame her i mean plus it's also great because it trolls people that get some people get so worked up about this whole taylor swift thing i think it's just so silly and could you imagine the disappointment if they just kept panning up to the suite and there she was never there they might not win and then it would be her fault. It would totally be her fault. Someone texted him saying, I hate the 49ers, but there are two players on the team that I would love to see win a Super Bowl. Christian McCaffrey. Uh, he deserves a ring after all that time. And uh, I don't see anyone else on the, the text. So maybe... <laughs> two people, that yeah. guy and also that guy. Just that guy, I guess. I don't know. The text doesn't have anyone else, though. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen this, but the movie Dune is making a collectible popcorn bucket. But... Some people aren't going to want to collect it because of what it looks like. And some people will. And some people... <laughs> it looks like a private part of sorts. And we're going to tell you all about it at 947. The Daily Mix Show. Well, AMC Theaters created a very special popcorn bucket to commemorate the upcoming release of Dune 2. And it doesn't look as much like a sandworm as they think it does. It's supposed it's, to look like a sandworm. Oh, is that what it is? A sandworm. Oh. Okay. So the hole that you're looking at there, Steve, is supposed to be the mouth of a sandworm. I have seen a lot of movies now doing this, and I think it's awesome. I, I think I saw like Aquaman has a commemorative popcorn thing, and then Willy Wonka, whatever the new movie is, it's Willy Wonka's hat upside down, and that's the popcorn bowl. And I'm like, that's pretty brilliant. So are they made out of, is it it's like a, of it's cardboard? Like a, okay, no, okay. it's like a plastic. So it holds up. I mean, it's not yeah. going to get all greasy. I don't know how long you plan on keeping this thing, but I think, yeah, it'll hold up for a decent amount of time. Well, I think some people are definitely going to keep these because it looks like you could do stuff to it. Have Whoa. you seen this, Sarah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think my wife would be like, where did you get this popcorn? Did you go to Lovers and purchase this? And now you think you're going to be able to pull this off as a popcorn bucket? It's pretty wild. And there's an AMC employee that tweeted, quote, another day working at the multiplex. Everyone keeps asking me if they can have sex with the Dune 2 popcorn okay. bucket. I doubt anyone's asking if they can have sex with the Dune 2 bucket. Do you think I, someone's actually going up to an employee and saying, can I have sex me? with this? Excuse me. Is this, is this okay to have sex with? I kind of want one. <laughs> For what? reason just I, I not for that but it's so it's like it's weird like little it was a sandworm you said yeah those and are so, supposed to be like the little is that rubbery the the there's little only one way to find out you don't want, i mean you gotta put your hand in that to get the popcorn 
Yeah. And if it's sharp, it would hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm only using it to eat popcorn. Do I have to take the whole lid off? I think it's pretty cool looking. It is cool. Did you see the first Def- Dune? With the remake one or the one from like back in the day? Wasn't there the, one? That- the, the newest one. No, I, I haven't seen any Dune in a while. But I, I now want to go see it just to get this popcorn bucket. This thing is so funny. How much do those things cost? Well, I got to imagine over 20 bucks, wouldn't you say? I don't know. I mean, isn't like a bucket of popcorn? It's not that cheap. It's like probably 12 bucks. So it's probably cheaper Maybe 15 than. 15 20? It's cheaper than an actual sex toy. Well, yeah. I don't know how many people are going to be like watching Dune. Dune better be a good movie. Otherwise, some people are going to start dipping into this thing. Literally. Okay. <laughs> Literally. Well, there's a woman who compared herself to Jesus, and it's all because of how she shopped at Walmart. We're going to tell you about this during the Daily Migs download after Bon Jovi. The Daily Migs Show. Knowledge is power. So give us five-ish minutes, and we'll give you uh, some interesting stuff you can talk about at work. This is the Daily Migs download. A.K.A. the DMD. Here's your daily dose of doings happening in the world. He is firing on all cylinders this morning. His name is Ryan Castle. He is the drunk in charge. I happen to be in the neighborhood. You are here. (laughs) The DMD is brought to you by Palace Law. And Ryan Castle, happy National Puzzle Day. Oh, thanks. I think the puzzle is how did you make it here? I do enjoy a good puzzle. And, well, we're wondering how you made it here today because, well, the Kraken played yesterday and you were there. I was there. It was was kids' night, so they brought you out. I was there early and I stayed late. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. This is your first Kraken game. This is my first Kraken game. Kraken 1-4-2. It's fun. You're welcome. Did you know that they won the game? Uh, My wife asked me this morning, uh, how was the game? I was like, couldn't tell you. Oh, no. Couldn't tell you. (laughs) (laughs) So the booze was good there, in other words. Yeah. Yeah. I pumped a little money into the local economy over there at Climate Pledge last night. Just doing his part. Doing my part. Maybe you can go see them again next time they're back in town. Unfortunately, they're not in town tomorrow night. They'll be in San Jose taking on the San Jose Sharks. And now a big shout-out to Joey Decord. 30 saves. I think Everly had two goals and an assist as well. Kraken looking good yesterday. Hopefully the winning ways continue tomorrow. Yeah. I know we're feeling a little bit underwhelmed about the Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl, but that's what's going down after this past weekend. The Chiefs beat the Baltimore Ravens 17-10 to to become the AFC Championships and Champions. And then in the NFC Championship, the 49ers came back. Nobody saw it coming. And they beat the Detroit Lions 34-31. to Thrill and I were texting last night. We're going to have a no Super Bowl party where we get together and drink on that Sunday and don't watch the Super Bowl. Just so does that mean they're going to work on Monday? Yeah. They, they're going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rule. They're like, well, crap, I guess we'll watch the Super Bowl. Right? Yeah. We want the day off. Oh, a lot of people are talking about that Lions game. All of us that were hoping that they were going to win. Heartbroken to see how you go from a 17-point lead and end up losing 34-31. to And they lost by three points. And a lot of people are questioning Dan Campbell's coaching decisions because at some point during the game, I think they were down by 10 at the time. Or maybe they were down by 3 at the time. I can't remember. But it was 4th and 3. And they had a field goal for like 47 yards they could have went for. But he said, nope, we're going to go and, and do a play. And we're not going to we're not going to kick the ball. And end up backfiring. And they ended up having to hand over the, the ball on downs. And then the touchdown was scored by the 49ers. And people asked him afterwards in the press conference, what were you thinking? And do when you listen to this man, you just want to give him a warm embrace. I just felt really good about us converting and uh, getting our momentum and not letting them play long ball. It's easy hindsight, and I get it, you know, I get that. I don't regret those decisions, and that's hard. You know, they didn't, we didn't come through. We wasn't able to, to work out, but I just, I don't, I don't. And I understand the scrutiny I'll get. That's part of the gig, man. You know, we just, just didn't work out. 
I hope the whole team hugged him after that. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah, I mean, sounds like he needs one. He definitely sounds like he needs one. He's a guy that he takes chances during yeah. the games. Speaking that's what got game, him there. Exactly. Yeah. He's a guy that takes a lot of chances, and that one did not work out well. But I thought the highlight, though, was watching uh, Eminem, Marshall Mathers, in, a, in like some kind of a suite flipping off all of the... Uh, yeah, oh, boy. That, did, that did not age well. He had he was angry. Yeah. You see the one forty nine ers fans flipping him off back. They're going back and forth. It looks pretty heated. Then the guy turns around and you finally see his face, and he's got the biggest poop eating grin on his face. He's like, I just flipped off Marshall Mathers. And it was the singer from Journey. Probably. A Mississippi woman named Cambria was arrested for child abuse. She took her baby into Walmart, but it was freezing temperatures outside, and the baby was only wearing a diaper. So the woman got charged with child neglect after this incident on January 17th. And there's video footage of her fully dressed while the baby is just essentially naked. And the winter weather is raging outside. And it went... It went viral, so everybody's talking about it. And then in a recent Facebook post, the woman said that her treatment at Walmart was comparable to the suffering of Jesus Christ. Same Jesus thing. Christ! Same thing. And I love that the end was like, sometimes kids can be difficult, not wanting to put their clothes on. I get toddlers. Tatum sometimes wants to go outside wearing just like a t-shirt and shorts. I'm like, it's 30 degrees out, but it's a baby. Baby doesn't have any idea of what's going on. No. That's on you, lady. It was bad. Mrs. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> It's exactly the same. Exactly. As you were telling the story, I'm like, this is exactly what happened to Jesus. I hope she's okay. Hey, as far as weather, we're going to hit a high of 49 degrees. Thanks to SeattleBoatShow.com yeah. for giving us the Daily Mix download. And that is what's up. Ryan Castle is up next with your Morning 12 pack. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 